Welcome to Neon City, where the lights are bright but darkness looms. Where Detective Jack Tracer spends his evenings investigating the strange, eerie, and unknown. What secrets lay hidden just beyond the street lamps? Find out on Neon Nights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. We last left Jack and Red on their way to investigate the mysterious disappearance of Danny. What really goes on behind the locked doors and potent perfume in the back of a seedy brothel? Find out on this episode of The Case of the House of Joy. Jack and I hopped into his car and drove down to the House of Joy. He smoked like a steamboat as I took swigs from his pocket flask. Looking out the passenger window, I could see all the bright neon signs that gave the city its name. I never felt quite at home here, but then again, I never felt quite at home anywhere. Just when I thought things were beginning to go back to normal for me, I met some private dick who was trouble from the start. I could feel Jack's piercing gaze. I knew what was coming next. Red. Jack. Why did you leave? Jack. No, I want to know. Did I do something? Did I say something? Did I not do something? It's not you, Jack. What then? Why should I tell you? We all got our baggage. God only knows I have mine, but is yours so bad you you just had to up and leave? Saying goodbye? Jesus, Red. We've just gone through a life and death experience together, and now you just show up? Needing help, and I should just act like nothing happened? I don't owe you an explanation. Last time was just business, and so was this. I'm hiring you. I'm your client. Don't try to make this something it's not. Not a fact. Fact. Why? Why is it a fact? You were going to sit there and say that you don't think of me as more than just a, a part-time partner or a hired gun or, or whatever? What are you getting at, Jack? What am I getting... What am I getting at? Look, I don't have a lot left to look forward to in my life. I'm pushing 40. I barely get by on what little money I make. I'm fighting a, a, a constant uphill battle against all the crime in this scum bucket of a city. We, but when we were solving that case together, I felt, I don't know, alive. I felt happy. Fearful for my life? Sure, but... I liked having you by my side. I don't want to keep you by my side. You obviously cared enough to leave me messages, and, and instead of going to the cops, you came to see me. So what I'm getting at is you need to admit that there is something between us. And this is not just some business deal. Jack, I wasn't lying when I said it's not you. It really isn't. Before I moved here, I swore I would never get close to anyone ever again. And I plan to stick by that. Believe me, Jack. In another time, in another place, I'd explore these feelings. But not now. 
here. over the plan again. At 10.45, Elsie will meet you in the back of the house of joy. Meanwhile, I sneak in, acting as a John, request a private session, and we try to find out what happened to Danny. And we will meet you at the Old Fate Sisters Thread Factory. Uh, yeah. Uh, you sure we gotta meet there? Why not? It's just down the street and secluded. No reason. It's, it's fine. Okay. Well, look out for this one dame. Big broad shoulders and as strong as an ox. Nearly dislocated my arm with her grip. She's dangerous. Got it. If I don't meet you guys by midnight, call Mickey. And don't come looking for me. What time is it? 10.42. One last thing. Take this. What is it? It's a dagger. A special one at that. It will protect you. From what? At this point, God only knows. Better get moving. Good luck, sweetheart. Thanks. And don't call me sweetheart. Jack sauntered to the entrance of the House of Joy. He was met at the door by a sultry blonde with fishnet-wrapped legs that went for miles. She looked like a hooker. Well, she is a hooker. I watched as she gave him a wink and took him by the arm and led him inside. Why do I care this much? Snap out of it and focus! I made my way around the back of the house to meet with Elsie. At 10.48, she came tiptoeing out, still in her silk robe. Red, you there, sweetie? Right here, Elsie. (laughs) Hey there, darling! Shh! You don't want to get nabbed, do you? Let's go. We made our way down the street to the old Fate Sisters Thread Factory. Been abandoned for a few years now after a mysterious fire broke out killed all 836 workers. Strangely, the owner, who was also inside at the time, made it out completely unscathed. No one knows what happened to him. Word on the street was that the company was going under and he needed some insurance money. Others say he was possessed. Had the cops called on him a few times due to unusual behavior just a few days leading up to the fire. I must say, this place has seen sunnier days. Used to be one of the leading thread manufacturers in the country. Really? That's, uh, fascinating. Anyway, until Jack shows up, but for a little girl talk? What do you want to talk about? Jack, of course. Besides him. Come on, darling, you have to tell me. I got a peek at him before he walked in. Quite a looker. Believe me, Elsie, that's all he's got. Otherwise, he's a hard-headed, stubborn, pessimistic jerk. Sounds like someone I know. Very funny. There's nothing between us. It's just business. Even if he did want to take things further, I don't plan on letting it. Fine. You're no fun. So, what changed your mind? You seemed pretty content on staying there, but on the phone you were more than eager to leave. Well, it's like you said... It's real dangerous in there, and I don't know. I guess I was ready to just move on. That's it. That's why? Well, that, and she needed to lead me to you. 
Oh, shit. Oh, shit is right. How, Martha, don't hurt her. That's all I plan on doing. You said you wouldn't hurt her. Shut up, Elsie. <laughs> First, I'm going to break your nose. I owe you for that. I've taken down bigger men than you. Don't think I'll go down easy. Good thing I'm not some man. Let's see what you got then, honey. Let's dance. And don't call me honey. I was met at the door by quite a bombshell. Never seen a pair of legs like hers. Yowza! She led me to a lounge area equipped with a fully stocked bar. She told me to wait here and ambled off. If I wasn't here on business, I could see myself becoming a regular customer everywhere I looked. There were gorgeous women. I ordered a drink and struck up a conversation with a lovely young lady named Coralie. Beautiful eyes on her, though it was hard to concentrate on her face with the outfit she was wearing. Hey there, handsome. Looking for some company? I'd say so, but I'm looking for something, uh, special. Sweetie, I'm all the special you'll need. When I get through with you, you won't be walking for days. As enticing as that is, darling, with the kind of money I'm looking to spend, I need a more private Session, if you get what I'm saying. Am I not your type? No, 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 no. That's not it at all, dollface. You see, I heard about this place. I was told I should receive the special from Madame Mercy herself. You want to see Lady M? That's the idea. What's your name? Uh, Darlington. Rock Darlington. Yours? Coralie. Now, Rock. Customers don't see Lady M. She sees them, and she doesn't see just anybody. I'm not just anybody. Who are you, then? I'm the guy that's about to walk out of here with $2,000 if I don't see Madame Mercy herself. I see. Wait here. I'll see if she's interested. Coralie made her way behind a red velvet curtain near the back of the lounge. After about five minutes or so, this tall, radiant angel of a woman came walking out from behind it. She was much younger than I expected her to be. I always pictured madams to be older, past their prime, but, but knew their way around the business side of things. Now this dame, she looked like she couldn't even be past her uh, late 20s. She had jet black hair crashing down like waves to her shoulders, dark purple eyes with matching lipstick, and a tight black corset that gave her the perfect hourglass figure. Unlike the rest of the girls here, she looked like she had an air of class to her, like a debutante in her former life. As she approached, my mouth got dry and my heart started beating. Rapidly, I could barely think straight. It was so odd. Coralie said you wanted to see me. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Jack, Jack Atre- Uh, no, no, I mean, uh, I'm Rock Darlington. Pleased to meet you, Mr. Darlington. Likewise. Madame Mercy, I presume. That's right. 
Welcome to my house of joy. Quite a place. <laughs> you know how to fill a joint with gorgeous works of art. And the paintings aren't half bad either. <laughs> yes, well, I've been doing this for a long time. Can't be that long. You can't be more than, say, 28. I'm flattered, Mr. Tr Darlington. But I can assure you I'm much older than I look. Even so. Gal with your look should be in pictures. You could be the next Hedy Lamar. You think so? Sure. Maybe I could be your leading man. Is that how you talk to all the girls? Just the special ones. Well then, speaking of special, I understand you are looking for something a little more exclusive. That's right. Earned some money down at the racetrack. I've decided I should treat myself a bit. Heard about this house of joy from the lowlifes of Neon City... Thought I'd check it out. With the kind of money I'm looking to spend, it needs to be top-notch. Well, you came to the right woman. What I offer, you can't get anywhere else. Now that's what I like to hear. What are we waiting for? Not so fast. First, we drink. And for this extra special service, only one drink will do. Nectar de Leon. That French? Mais oui. Pour votre beauté. Très bien, monsieur. Très, sir. Pour votre vie. Shall we? If you insist. Stop it! This is not what I wanted! This is exactly what I wanted. I had enough yet? Oh, honey. I'm just getting started. Like I said, bigger men. Too bad for you. I've got an ace up my sleeve. No! Now I've got the ace. Don't move. Elsie, are you alright? Fred, I can't move my legs. Oh, God. You're going to be all right. Fred! I'm right here. I'm so sorry. I was scared. After you left, Madame Mercy threatened to throw me out in the street if I didn't leave Martha to you. If I'd known, I never would have done it. We all have to do what we can to survive. I don't blame you for that. It's getting so dark. Hang in there. I miss my home. I miss Hank. I hope it's, it's peaceful. Elsie. Elsie! Looks like we're gonna need a new whore. Don't call her that. Why not? That's what she was. If you don't shut your goddamn mouth. Or what? You'll shoot me? You don't have it in you. You're nothing without your little boyfriend here. Clearly you don't know me. And he's not my boyfriend. But I do have to go save his ass. Martha learned the hard way why you never cross the fiery red. It was too late to save Elsie, but perhaps there's still time to rescue Jack 
from the clutches of the mysterious Madame Mercy. Find out next time on Neon Knights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. Neon Knights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig. The episode, The Case of the House of Joy, was written by C.J. Chapman and directed by Will Snyder. Theme song was done by Daniel Carl. Jack Tracer was played by Will Snyder. Red was played by Rachel Craig. Elsie was played by Miranda Bishop. Martha was played by Ashley Yates. Cora Lee was played by Katie Hayes. Madame Mercy was played by Maureen Yasko. And narration is done by John Patrick Wenzel. For more information on Neon Knights, please head to our website, evilkittenproductions.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neon Knights Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer. Please give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you like the show, help us grow by like, sharing, and subscribing to each episode. Thank you so much for listening.